Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello Kuhn and Zach. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I am Jello Coon. And this is our 200th episode. Um, a long time in the making. Streamers to like pop. Oh. That happened, but now. Oh, this is a low budget production. It is. <laughs> Filter your own party sounds in. I could put a recording of like celebrate good times or something. A back of your opening song. <laughs> no. 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 Because. It already happened. The opening song already happened at this point. Yeah, production is weird. I always forget the order of things when we can add them in later. Yes. With just... the magic of editing, Yay. I only witnessed half of the show. Yes. And the magic of editing means reviews go missing. Yep. That was a sleight of hand trick that went awry. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. I was so pissed. So... Thank you for everyone who listened to the last episode, but as I said in the beginning, we went to edit and it was like, gone. Literally, Audacity's like, doot-doot-doot-doot-doot, flatline. <laughs> what? Where did you go? I have plenty of hard drive space. It just really hates Wixus. It does, it must. Audacity's like, the hell with this? <laughs> we went too long just talking about random shit with John, and it's like, yeah, how about no more? Yeah, you're done. You are done. Uh, how are you? I'm doing quite well. That is good. I, too, am doing quite well. It's... But you have to be doing some other type of thing. You can't just steal mine. Oh. Um, I'm doing stupendously. <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty good. It is. Um, it's almost March. Um, there's it's no a, snow it's on the ground. It's a leap year? It is. That's exciting. Exactly. It's extremely exciting. Why is it extremely exciting? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell happens on a leap year? Why do they even exist? People that were born on today uh, are only like four or something. Yes. Due to the fact their birthday only happens. Once every four years. Once every year. That's pretty much the only thing exciting about a leap year, I think. Yes. This is a really boring subject. You're a bar- You're a boring person. How about next week? I'll be going to North Carolina. <laughs> nice. Wrap it up, son. Hold on. That calls for some tunes. One second. I got to play, play the North Carolina National Anthem. Um, 
Is there such a thing as a North Carolina national anthem? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you live there. You tell me. Yes, I do. I'll impress my future employers by knowing the national anthem. Yes. All right. It is time for the North Carolina uh, national anthem. We play this everywhere we go. This is David Nevermind. And today's controversy. So we play this everywhere. You've never heard this song before. Are you familiar with this music? I'm not. Oh, come on. Gotta wait here. Gotta wait for the line. So we, we do that. That's our, that's our main mode of transportation. We just whip our, way, our, head, our shirts around. Like a helicopter. Yes. I don't know how long P.D. Pablo has not been relevant recently, but this is our theme song. <laughs> we eat barbecue. Oh, I do love barbecue. So, so if I just learn this song, any barbecue, I'll fit in. Yes, exactly. Perfect. So I'll just let this play here, because you gotta, you got to get the lyrics in your head, because, you know, you might get stopped on the street and be like, Bitch, what do you raise up? You like my shirt like a helicopter. <laughs> I can't say helicopter, apparently. Fuck. So that that's that. Welcome to North Carolina. <laughs> well, now I'll be listening for that song. This <laughs> <laughs> would be the strangest coincidence if it actually happened. Yes. Um. Yeah. Nah. That's cool, man. Uh, was are you looking for anywhere in particular? I mean, I don't, don't know how personal you want to get on the podcast, but you know, it's weird. It's like, oh, come to North Carolina. I mean, I have a specific place I'm interviewing. And reason I'm there, but I don't want to disclose it. Well, yeah, of course, of course. But I will be in Raleigh. There you go. The quote-unquote capital. We had Charlotte's the biggest city in North Carolina. Right. Because we rock like that. We own your asses. Nah, good luck, man. I think it'll go well. Um, enjoy technology. They have what's called the TP... I don't know, Technology Plaza. Technology, the toilet paper. The toilet paper, yes. <laughs> now it's called like TRC or something. They got fiber and all kinds of fucking tech up there. It's awesome. Oh my god, I'm going to become a cyborg. You are. I'm like, do you want an experiment? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Make me into RoboCop. <laughs> it's actually the job I'm interviewing for. But yes. I can't tell anyone it's secret government oh, work. Okay. Guys, just j- j- shut up. That way I can shoot the people that are whipping their shirts off. <laughs> Halt! That's an unauthorized shirt. <laughs> unauthorized airspace flying with your helicopter shirt. Yes, exactly. Ah, oh, fuck. How is this anime related? This is great. Let's keep going. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, what, are we, what are we doing first? This is the 200th. This is the doing? 200th. You know, and actually kind of funny, Oasis? it took four years, almost five years now, to get to 200 fucking episodes. Um, I mean, that makes sense. On our current bi-weekly schedule, it would take us like eight years, wouldn't it? Yeah, something like that. So at some point, you were doing once every week. We were, yes. Um, and then I come along and we do like fucked once, it all a up. Month, nice. once a month, maybe, and then half of it records. Exactly. We give you terrible quality. Well, it's high quality, but in low amounts. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. They can't handle how much quality it so is. So we, we break it up. We fuck it all up. <laughs> um... Yeah, so when I first moved down to North Carolina, we had just hit our 100th episode. 
And uh, that was almost would have been November of twenty ten. And now on our two hundredth, I'm moving there. It's like a, some sort. Well, hold on. I think, I think you're putting the cart before the horse here, Chief. I will be visiting there. There, there you go. It's almost like it's a podcast curse, where yes. every hundred episodes, someone has to come to North Carolina. <laughs> um, I should, <laughs> I should just swing by and be like, hey. Okay, bye. Drove three hours to get here. Is that how far it is? Something like that. Yeah, because like Charlotte is literally like a wide state. It is. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it takes about three hours, give or take. Uh, we're on the very, very, very southern tip. Like, I literally live in South Carolina. Charlotte is like five miles over the over the border. Uh, it's on the very yeah. It's pretty. So you actually live in South Carolina? I yeah, do. You're, uh... You sing North Carolina I do. song, National Pride. Hey, <laughs> Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina, it's the motherfucking Carolinas. That's true. So, suck it. Wise lyrics, wise lyrics. <laughs> uh, but I'll probably be moving back to North Carolina uh, very soon, because Google Fiber. Yeah. Where's your place of work? Is that well, it's in North Carolina. Tell, it's tell in me Charlotte. exactly where it is. Oh, it's... Um, Main Street? No one will know. Main Street, well. Well, yeah, then it'd be more convenient if you actually lived in the state, probably. No, not really. Not really? It's the same drive, like, regardless? Yeah, I mean, literally, I'm five miles from work. It's it's awesome. Oh. And we don't have... So, some of the shitty things about living in North Carolina, not knocking North Carolina by any means, but they have, um... How the fuck did we get on this uh, this fucking subject? Um, <laughs> they have uh, car inspections. Uh-huh. We don't have them in South Carolina. It's pretty cool. Che- gas is much cheaper by like 30 cents. Mm. And uh, what else? I could build you a gun and sell it to you privately without having to register it. And you're allowed to drive... You're allowed to ride in the back of a pickup truck. And the you can't, can't do that in North you. Carolina? Nope. Huh. Because they're safe. South Carolina's like, fuck y'all law, bitch. I don't even know if you can in Michigan, but we do anyway. So. Yes, I mean, as a kid. Until it's like negative 30 like it is now. Yes. And they die. Like instant hypothermia. Instant de- frozen death. What happened? You rode in the back of a truck, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, the state's too cold. I can't wait to move. Yep, that's exactly why I moved from Minnesota. So yep. I'm done. Fun fact, the place I'm working for is actually moving all of their corporate offices from Minnesota to North Carolina, and that's why I'd end up working there. Nice. <laughs> so they there did you go. Did. But on a company level, they're like, oh, the north is way too cold We're to done, go move bitch. our company. Also helps when Minnesota is like, oh, here's tax the shit out of our, our uh, businesses up here. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I'm pretty sure their headquarters is in Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke, Virginia. So I think they already get taxed by Virginia. But There you go. Charlotte anyway, is the number two banking city anime. behind New York. I mean, come on. That's really useful because I do want to work in banking after I do this job. There you go. Like, yes, sir. Here's your $100. So, no, I don't want to be a teller. I want people to be like, here's my million dollars. Make it $2 million. And I'll be like, I'll take 50% of that, please. Yep. I'll take as many percent as I can and get away with it. I am a financial panther. (laughs) Financial panther. Yes. It's like the Black Panthers, but rich. Well, 
if not you, a race if, issue. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. Come on. I brought up something more relevant than your song. Yes. You want to know what's funny though? They don't close. Like Martin Luther King Day is not a thing down here. People are like, yeah, you gotta go work still. They're still like, bitter come on, about we live the in war. The South. They're still bitter about it. They're like, what does that have to do with the? What does that have to do with the Civil War? Uh, Martin Luther King was long after the Civil War. Yeah, but they're still upset that black people aren't slaves. Um, I'm not even touching that. <laughs> wow. Like, could you celebrate MLK Day? You wouldn't you have to take down your Confederate flag? I have not seen a single Confederate <laughs> flag that would down here. Darn it. Of course, it. I haven't been looking very hard either. You're shattering my stereotypes. It's because yeah. you don't live in the right area, which is like the trailer park. Oh, I used to live... When I first moved down here, I was in a trailer park. You didn't see any flags then? It's because you're blind. Exactly. They must have been there. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> They're not looking that hard either. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't go looking for them. They must be... My stereotype picture of the South is, like, everyone has a pickup truck, and they have, like, four Confederate flags on it. No, these... And they, like, shoot their shotgun out the back of it. <laughs> that is probably, like, Mississippi. All right. I mean, I don't know. But people from Mississippi, Carolina. give us a, give us, we're a cultured, sophisticated bunch up here. Up here. Up here. Um, no, it is not like that at all. Um, I have actually found people are generally nicer down here. Um, not saying everybody is, there's still <laughs> your jerks out there, but people in general seem a little nicer down here. That maybe because it's you know we only get blasted with cold air every now and then, and when the snow comes, everything fucking shuts down, man. It's great. Yeah, I mean, there's like an inch of snow, and they're like, "Fuck, state, save fuck emergency. We're gonna fucking <laughs> inch of snow." That's what happened in Texas. Get they our have, like, two ice, plows you know, out. They closed for like two weeks. Well, yeah, because they don't have plows. <laughs> I mean, shit, they put brine on the fucking roads up down here. Okay. And it's like no, no, no. You're only making Your ocean worse. brine is not going to work. <laughs> oh, my God. We get, like, two feet of snow, and I had school the next day. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly when I moved down here. So, we like, got... the plows were out last night at 1. You were fine. Yeah, exactly. We got, uh... Well, we had a pretty... Mana- man- uh, fuck, I can't talk. We had a pretty major ice storm about two weeks ago, and, uh... That crippled the city. That was good times. But it was all melted by the afternoon. No. But still, it sucked. It was like, fuck. Fuck you, ice. No, nothing's melted here since it started snowing. It's been, like, consistently below zero. <laughs> like, last week, it was a negative 15. No, thank you. Yeah, we got down to, like, three. And people were like, fuck My this. school had to hire what was called a cold shuttle, which is, like, an armored, like, bus to bring oh. people back and forth. Oh, <laughs> pussy. I know. I just walked Come to school. On. Like, fuck man. those kids. Did you take your jacket off? Like fuck your kid. Fuck yeah. your coat, bitch. It was sunny, so I couldn't wear a jacket. I was sweating. <laughs> uh, my I tears know. froze to my face. It was so cold. Like, why? Did like, you? Uh, and, and you did wonder you why we- tears right? Did you like I- spike your hair, Dragon Ball Z style, and then run outside to freeze it? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. Well, Goku, motherfucker. Alright, well, that's uh, next nice segue into actual anime talk. Yeah, so... Uh, Goku, and now we're back. We're yeah. back, folks. Hi. Okay, <laughs> hold on a second here. Fifteen minutes later, people are like, man, these guys, these guys and their words. 
Come listen to an anime podcast, not the North Carolina podcast. Oh my god, we should start it. North Carolina podcast. This week, moonshine. <laughs> I work with a guy who does oh, no, the moonshine. <laughs> and, man, I don't know. You can buy mason jars of moonshine down here. But I think it's like commercial moonshine. I'm too yeah. scared to try it. They have commercial. That probably won't hurt you. If you had, like, I don't know. I think it's just paint thinner in a jar. It's probably fine. I mean, you get the most messed up for your money. There you go. Sla- slash dead. Like, Fireball's already real cheap, so yes. I don't know why I need to go even cheaper and get Moonshine and, like, die. Get some Mad Dog 2020. Oh, God, no thanks. <laughs> All right, getting on to anime. The show that this thing has been built around for the last... 200 episodes. 200 episodes, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what have you been watching? I have been watching... I got caught up on Your Lion April. Oh, my God. I'm one behind. 19 was amazing. Oh, cool. Um, 18. Honestly, this show is awesome. Mm-hmm. The um, past five. Can I say my favorite episode was when they're on the beach? They're on the beach. Uh, him and the childhood friend girl. And yes. she was, like, crying when they were walking at night. Oh, that's right. Yes. The scene was so good at the end of Poor that. Poor Subaki. She just can't say what she feels. I know. Fuck music. Fuck you, Beethoven. <laughs> the show's great, though. It at is. first you realize, like, there's, you told me there's too much crying, and then I caught There up, is, like, man. That was, that was just enough crying for me. Like, every fucking episode, someone cries for... And people are dying. Reason. Yes. Shit's getting real, yo. People already died, and people are dying. That's yes. basically the show. Come on. Um, What else have I watched? Um... Kawaii Bebop, that was pretty cool. Watch more of that. Oh yeah, on your Blu-ray. <clears throat> on my blue, my fancy Blu-ray players. Still watching Death Parade. Um, I really, really liked last the last episode of Twister. Death Twister. Death Twister. Death Twister. I think I'm too behind. You told me like six or something was like hard to watch. It was or something. Yeah. And then I just didn't watch it. Because, like, every time I wanted to watch anime, I was eating. And I'm like, if it's anything like the first one, I can't eat while watching it. You're too engrossed. Yeah. But, well, that and, like, too grossed out. <laughs> it's not that first bad. One, the dartboard was kind of gross. Yeah. It, like, oh. showed the organs. It was like a squish. I'm like, oh, God. When it threw up. Yep. Um, yeah. I gotta say, though, the, the show was really weird. It's, it's like info dumps. It's, cr- it's all over the place for me so far. Yeah, like when they do their little death things, it's great. Mm-hmm. They do the death games, but when, um, like they've had two episodes now where it's nothing but like exposition and info dump. Like, oh, this woman, she's not even human. <laughs> it's like, fuck, why are you taking a whole 23 minutes to tell me all this shit? Why couldn't you sprinkle this stuff throughout the shows? Right, yeah. Ugh. It's almost like the first episode should have been, like, the pilot. Because it didn't have any story, and it was entertaining. But then, I don't know. It's just weird pacing. Because they only have 12 episodes, so they're going to have to do the info dump if they want to, like, have any real plot during it. Agreed. I yeah, I don't know. So just, just show me the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, every every time they show us uh, the, the, the death game... Or whatever with the people. That that's the most interesting thing here. Let's give me twelve episodes of that. 
Yeah, but then I'd also be unsatisfied because I'd be like, what was the point? I never learned what the death game was doing. Find out episode 12. Yeah, that's fine. One info dump episode. There you Event. go. You're done. Um, that is about all I've watched because I have been busy, unfortunately. Yeah, I know but it. I am I'm going to be missing my to... midterm week because I've been doing a lot of work. Yeah. But then I have spring break. Damn you, real life. Damn you to hell. Yeah. Becoming uh, employed or trying to. It's ugh. Yes. How dare you want to pay your bills? I know. I'm going to have so much money. See, that's what they need to have in anime, like... Paying your bills. Paying your show. bills, like, you know, the adult life. Not having home, not having a harem instantly? Exactly. Like I've been trying, and I'm not, not even on step one. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even have any childhood friends. I know, me neither. All of them were guys, and they weren't even <laughs> my childhood friends. I just went to school with them. Yeah, well... It'd be a depressing media if it was all accurate, I guess. Uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> and then terrorists attacked my city. Oh, God. And I have no friends. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I've really been watching. I, I haven't... Um, I don't know. Nothing has really piqued my interest lately. Other than just kind of watching what I'm watching. Yeah. No, you're lying. April I'm, is really good. So yeah. I'm pretty content with that. Yep. I'm also just really looking forward to next season. I'm just kind of hanging tight. Got a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. Until the next season starts. I want some more goddamn uh, Nisekoi, damn it. Yeah, more te- biggest tease. I want so. some more teasing. <laughs> Won't they do something? I don't know. <laughs> the answer is no. Like, after 20 episodes, you can pretty much predict that now. Yep. Well, I've been watching Your Lie in April. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Which is, eh. They had, like, a really depressing fourth episode not depressing but like abysmally bad it's almost like they ran out of animation budget and they had like big fight scenes big sticks but they're animated (laughs) yeah like stick people no they're just animated super slow like the kicks would take like a hundred frames what are they just panning like yeah yeah so it's like background just moving it's like you would pan in the matrix to do slow-mo yeah but in animation, it's just lazy because it spreads one shot across like a hundred frames with little movement. So like fight scenes are like four punches slash kicks, and it took like two minutes. Oh God! <laughs> it's That's almost awful. Like, it's like they just ran out of money on that episode. And it was real bad. I don't even know. I don't see how they couldn't or they could have ran out of money. I mean, like Tokyo only Ghoul, four episodes the in. Se- yeah, the first season was really successful, and like. I don't know, this one's just really bad. So I'll finish watching it, but it's not great. I've been watching High School DxD new, still. I haven't finished that. So I found High School DxD on Blu-ray for like 44 bucks when I thought of you. Oh my god, like, worth man, it. Should I buy it? The Blu-ray's uncensored, so worth Oh man, <coughs> I need my uh, cartoon titties. Mm-hmm. Redline had some of that. They did. I was surprised. They did. It was funny, though. That show is... I can't wait to talk about it. Yes. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Death Parade. Uh, I'm behind. I only watched five, maybe. I don't know. I think, yeah, five. I gave up Assassination Classroom. I just have to... Like, I'm always attracted to the Assassin shows, but then half of them are bad. We talk about this frequently, but it was bad. So don't watch it. 
like, because we talked about it last time, and I'm like, it's interesting because the teacher thinks he's going to be killed by the students or whatever, and it actually is just not interesting. It's really repetitive and stupid. So I, I rescind all comments I gave it. There you go. Um, I started Log Horizon Season 2 forever ago, and then John and I were talking about it and how we stopped, but we both started watching that again because we're like 10 behind. But that's a fairly good show. I still think Log Horizon's better than Sword Art overall. Which is probably a big claim. People are probably mad, so let me justify it by saying it actually has an arc that makes sense and pertains to gaming, whereas the other one was like, they used it as a device to cut their stories short and to switch to something else, so. Um, and that's that's probably it, and then we watched Redline today. Yeah, we did. In preparation for our dual review. Yeah. We, to, we are like 25 minutes in, and like we had to mention what we're even doing on this episode. We're, we're terrible. We need another 200 episodes of practice. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul. It's fine. 400, I'll be so improved. I guess I forgot to mention that I uh, finished Wixis, which is important, because if you're looking forward to the review last time, it never happened, but now I can do both seasons. So, so let's go into it. So now... Wait, wait. We forgot DVD picks. Nope. We'll do that after. All right. We forgot nothing, because we're experts by the 200th episode. Exactly. We rock like that. So this is weird because like everything in my mind says I'll just be repeating myself, you know, about Wixis. What's going on over there? Some sort of football thing. There's Go some... football! Go John Madden! <laughs> that was so loud. Yeah. My roommate apologizes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Elway! Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Tom Brady. So, like I was saying, everything is seems like a repeat for me because I just reviewed it, but technically it didn't record, so it's all new. But then it's hard because I feel like I'm repeating myself. Yeah. So You can do it. I can do it. So the overview of the show... Well, actually, let's let's compare it to things so people have something to think about while I talk about it. So I'd compare it to Madoka Magica because it's supposed to be lighthearted and all the characters are girls, so that's similar, right? And then it, well, hopefully this isn't like a spoiler, but you, you've probably seen or heard about Madoka Magica by now if you like anime, but... Yep, well, I believe we reviewed it. Right, yeah, so who cares? I'm going to spoil it. But then everything goes to hell and it's dark and people die. So there you go. So, this one isn't the same. They're not magical witches. They're playing a card game, and there's these cards called the Elrig cards, which I don't know why they're called that. They never actually told me in the two seasons. It just sounds cool. Yeah, it just sounds cool. I mean, it's written in all caps, so I'm assuming it's an acronym, but they never tell you. But anyway, the Elrig cards are like girls trapped in cards, which you'll find out eventually that that's the case. It's not just like cards that come alive. And then when you play the card game, the people that have these special cards can bet, like, on their wishes. So, like, normal people play the card game just for fun, but these people are like, well, if I win enough games, I will do X. I will become, like, the richest person ever, right? So, it's basically all rumor at first, because no one's, like, seeing each other, like, grant their wish. Like, it's a newer card game. And then... The main character gets into it a little late and, like, meets other people that are already, like, winning to try to get their wish. 
So they kind of like teach you how to do it and how to battle other people that have the cards. But then I'm trying to think. I'm trying to keep the two seasons separate. Hmm. Well, it doesn't matter because they're like a continuous story anyway. But eventually, one of the girls gets her wish granted. But then, in order for that to happen, she has to switch places with the card. So what happens is you get your wish granted. So you're like, I'm going to be super wealthy. But then the card person inhabits your body and you get put in the card. So even when you win, you lose kind of thing. So that's the first part that's really depressing if you win. And then the second one is if you lose, so basically you're you're damned either way, but if you lose, your wish is reversed. So if your wish was to be the richest, it becomes you have no money for like forever. So they get into this card game without knowing the full ramifications. And then one of their friends loses, and her thing was like to have a lot of friends, which at first I'm like, that's a stupid wish. But then when it got reversed and she couldn't, like, talk to anyone, that made it more real. So it was useful for the story once it got reversed, I guess. And then one person wanted to be a model, and she lost, and she gets, like, this horrible scar on her face that, like, glows. (laughs) So she can't model anymore. And but then one girl wins, and she's, like, she she gets trapped in the card. So then they... The, like the original the group of three friends like finds her and she's a card so they now get to carry her around as a card instead of a real person <laughs> so i got to ask like these girls who get put in the cards they obviously don't want to be there yeah can they just yeah. be assholes so their their motivation is to help their person win so they, they can, can get, get out. out yeah right but they're not allowed to tell ah. so like you can't be like well you don't want to win actually cuz when your wish gets granted i get out and then, but they also have no incentive to tell because I mean, their goal is to get out, right? So it's like this vicious cycle of the like, even as a card, you're like, well, I want my person to win because if they lose, they get the anti wish, yep. and you you're just still a card. <clears throat> so everyone's motivated to win, and um, then you go to the second season. So the end of the first season, where she gets made into a card, and then like they realize that even the winning part is bad because before they're like, well, it's worth the risk to continue the battles because you could win, right? A lot is at stake, but it's no longer worth it because even when you win, you lose now. You're, you don't lose, but you're a card, so what good is that? Yep. You have all this money and someone took over your body. So the second part is them trying to reverse, like the whole game in general. So the main character was like, well, my wish is to make everyone that was a card just become a girl again, which would like undo the whole game. So then they have to find who made the game. And I like the second season more because it was more like a mystery, whereas before it was, it very closely mirrored Madoka Magica. Like episode eight, everything turns for the worse. And then it just like goes downhill. But then season two is like them trying to solve the mystery behind it and get out. So that's what made it, more appealing to me is like season one was a good framework for season two and then gotcha eventually so this going into season two now yeah okay so so what so okay so real quick can you lay out some of the characters from from the first season like do they all stay in the second season or yeah so there's rue like are you who's the main girl Mm -hmm. 
and then her two friends are Hitoe and Yuzuki, and Yuzuki wins enough, but she gets trapped in a card, and her L-Rig becomes her. So they don't really associate with her body now, they associate with her and the card. And then her and the card gets reassigned to Hitoe, because she loses and gets like the anti-wish for having no friends. But then... So, yeah. So she doesn't have friends, but she has card Yuzuki. And then Rue's, like, kind of separate. She's the main, main character, and her whole goal... Well, she's, like, the best at Wixis, conveniently, because she's the main character, right? Mm -hmm. And her card, like, disappeared once she won, because her card didn't want her to be trapped in the card. So she was unwilling... Like, they have to say this little, like, uh, like prayer-type thing so they can complete the ritual when they win. But her card refuses, and, like, the card disappears, and she's just still a normal person. So her goal is to reverse all of that, because, one, she misses her card person, and, two, she doesn't want her friend or her trapped in the cards. Gotcha. So then in Season 2, she has to try to get, like, a new partner and win more battles and have her wish granted to reverse everything. And in doing so, she finds out, like, who's behind making them all... And I don't want to spoil it because that's yeah, like yeah, no, of, I gotcha. All right, yeah. cool. Now I got a little more context, though. Right, of actually who these people are, and um, so their main goal is like everyone they run into, they want to convince to like not play because whether you win or lose, it's bad. But then that also kind of pisses off the people in the cards because their whole goal is to get out. So they're like, well, well, you can't tell her not to play because it's her wish, and they're like, they're trying to like trick the, their owners into playing because they want to get out. And, um, let's see. Why did I like the show? Hmm. I don't know. It, it did like the whole the intrigue thing and the darker aspects really well, which I like in a show. Because they could have easily been a, like a Madoka Magica clone where they just have unfortunate things happen, right? And they're like, oh, well, someone died, and that's sad. But they actually did it where, like, because they're just, like, teenage girls, they break down. Like, the model gets really jealous, like, when she gets a scar and, like, tries to kill, like, with a knife the other model. So, I don't know. They just added Dang. some real realism of, like, some dark shit. Like, your life's ruined forever, and they're, like, real desperate. So, that's probably the best aspect of it. Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was really good, and I don't watch many shows, like, back-to-back -back seasons. And it held my attention for all of it, so... Gotcha. So eventually, they solved the whole mystery, and it has, like, a happy ending, but... But it leaves some, like, mystery behind it as well, so... Who is your favorite character? Um... Hmm. So that's one thing that they did kind of weird. Is like, the person who got the main screen time was obviously the main character... But you only saw things through her perspective. They very rarely showed the other characters. Because there's some characters that would be, I guess, quote, evil. But they never showed them unless the main character met with them. So that kind of added some of the mystery, which I liked. But at the same time, didn't really let me pick any favorite character except for Rue. Because she's the only one you really know. I guess I'd pick Yuzuki because you kind of know her more and... She has an interesting, like, perspective and character switch when she becomes a card. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was well done. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you give it? I'd give it a 7. It was nothing 
like incredible, like top ten worthy, but it was really interesting. Both seasons were equally good. Gotcha. So I'd recommend it to like anyone who likes like mystery type because the second season was a really good mystery, or just like game type. I don't know. It was, it was good. It was a good mix of because I like thr- like psychological thrillers and stuff like psychopaths is part of psychological, I guess, or like. A good movie example is Limitless, and this combined like the thinking psychological mystery with like the fun game aspects. So it was good. Gotcha. Well, cool. That's Wixus. Indeed. All right. So, uh, yeah, that is, I don't know. It actually, it sounds pretty good. Um, it, it is really good. Like, you're so on board for all the characters, and you get to like them, and they're all, like, cutesy <clears> girls, <throat> and they're just having fun, and then when one of them, like, loses, you actually feel really bad. And, like, it's really suspenseful when they're trying to solve all the mysteries. Hmm. I wonder if this thing got licensed at all. Uh, Funimation. Really? Yep. Let's see. And it just finished airing, uh, last year, so it's fairly new. Well, dang. Um... Let's see. Cool. I'd love to. I wonder if they already got a trailer or something out. Um, uh, trailer. Uh, no, they do not. Dang. Um, definitely gonna check it out then when it comes out because it sounds interesting. Yeah, that's really good. Like its music was a strong point. I actually saw like the anime opening in some YouTube video, and I'm like, I want to watch this show, and then. It impressed me in other ways. So the music's really good in the opening's cool. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, definitely. So, I'm sorry, you gave it a what? A seven. A seven. So, better than average. Yeah, I agree. Was Not many any... shows hold my attention that well. Was there it's anything like... that you thought could have made it better? Um, let's see. Like, more side character screen time. Because if every single girl like that plays this game, which is supposed to be a lot, is affected by this, you only really see its effects on like four people. Gotcha. Some more side screen time, but since they kept me so engrossed with like the mystery she was trying to solve, I was okay with it. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to DVD picks. All right. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Ah, yeah. All right, we got all kinds of stuff coming out. Um, you know, we've missed quite a bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, what did we? But I guess if they wanted it, they would have already found it at this point. Yes, that is true. We, so, we talked a little forward with John anyway, so yeah. we probably mentioned it. So, all right, March. Already there, Chief. Yeah, we are. Well, tomorrow. So we got Gurren Lagann, Volume 5 on Blu-ray. Jesus Christ. I don't know who buys these things separate. Especially like for 60 bucks a pop. Damn. Yeah. Space Dandy, Season 1. Yeah. Still have to finish Season 2. <laughs> right. Um, Breakable Machine Doll. Oh, my God, I love that show, actually. The is like going crazy. I'm going to have to buy that. Pokemon 4, yeah. And we've got uh, Chronicles of the Going Home Club. It's a great name. I've never seen it, though. It's America, man. Yeah, no idea what that is. 
Yakitate. And Ranma one half, set five. Yeah, Ranma. Love me some shampoo. <laughs> Uh, other than that, actually, uh, Space Dandy Season 1. For me, Unbreakable Machine Doll. So the show is way better than I ever expected. What, what's it about? It's about, uh, there's been a lot of shows similar to it after it, but, like, the Unbreakable Machine Doll they mentioned is, like, some girl that this guy built, and he's, like, some sort of wizard that controls it, but it has, like, a real personality. So it's like a real girl, right? But it's some sort of fighting machine. And he goes to this magic academy, and he's trying to solve, like, the death of his parents. So he's, like, sort of a superhero slash student. Mm-hmm. But it was just way better than I thought. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just a cutesy girl-type harem show. But actually, they kick ass together, so... It was, it was really good. Uh, shows like it, it was like Black Bullet, if you remember to me talking about that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like his assistant is just like the girl that kicks things, but yeah. So I'd give it like a 7 or 8 out of 10. John and I both liked it, but it had like a really short first season. It was like 11 episodes, and I think they're supposed to make more, but it hasn't come out yet. But I liked it enough that I'd probably buy it. Gotcha. I don't know what the dub sounds like, but the sub was good. All right. Next week after that, for uh, the 10th, we've got Yu-Gi-Oh! Collection 1. Oh, God. It's going to be a long-ass <laughs> collection. Yeah, it is. Uh, Fairy Tale Part 15. Oh, here we go. Media Blasters. Ladies versus Butlers. That is a John... That is a John show right there. Is it? It is about... I reviewed this show. It was actually, uh, I think it was in one of my, my very first top ten or top five. But this show uh, is full of uh, what do you call it? It's fan it's, service. It's, it's hentai. It, no, not hentai, but yeah, <laughs> it's fan service. Exactly. Ichi. It's full of Ichi. So much so, a what do you call it? They have a belt that turns them into like, like Dragon Ball Z with but they're based off their like hentai <laughs> like, I, how, like how aroused they are exactly like I'm so horny <laughs> it's pretty awesome it's a funny show it sounds funny um, the show is you know it's it's nothing spectacular by any means but it's a pretty hilarious show because it's just funny for me that's high school DxD the dub is brilliant and I still classify it as a good show with fan service. It's, it's so great. So then uh, we've also got The Familiar of Zero. John really likes that show, too. I never got into it. I thought like, you reviewed a, it. Uh, the first season, yeah. perhaps. But I couldn't watch all three. I don't know. <clears throat> Similar to, like, have you seen Arya the Scarlet Ammo? I saw the very beginning and hated it. Yeah, they're supposed to make more. It's just like that. It's like whiny Sundere main girl with overpowered guy character. No. Which you could say is similar to Railgun, but we're not going to get into it because Railgun's the best. There you go. (laughs) Finally, the world only God knows, Goddess's Ark. Oh my god, another one John loves. Although he doesn't like the Goddess Ark as much as the other ones. So I don't know. I I have season one and season two on DVD. Mm Mm-hmm. So I will be buying this on D- on Blu-ray. 41 bucks on Blu-ray. Not bad. Have you seen it yet? 
I have seen the first three episodes and I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. And so actually now I'm kind of glad I can go back and actually watch it. Yeah, John says he doesn't bad. like it as much as the other ones, but he still loves that show. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. It's It, it kind of, I, I don't know, it introduce a lot of characters and now it's different. It's like, oh, now we're saving angels or... The, the goddesses, yeah. Yeah. Like it's revealed... Like one of the girls he encountered previously yes, was like one correct. of the goddesses, yes. the idol one, right? Yep. That's like why John liked it because that was his favorite Cannon. character. But well, it's like I, Cannon sucked. It was a library girl was the best. <laughs> yep. That, that was my favorite when I watched it actually. Better the very first episode with the running one, and then yeah, after that the show got cute. repetitive to me. I don't yeah, really like, I, see I don't really that. like Elsa. What Elsa's a shit. Elsa is awesome. Elsa, yeah, not not Elsa. That's Frozen. Elsie bugged me as a character. But she likes fire engines. <laughs> yeah. I like the I just fact don't see that why that's entertaining. John likes that too. Your husband had an affair. I'm your daughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the greatest. That is pretty good. Uh, yes. So, um, I'll be. I'll definitely be buying that. Uh, just because it's awesome. Persona Three, the movie. Yeah. Oh my god, part two. I've seen the first part. It was great. Is it really? Yeah. Is it worth like watching? Because, I... I mean, I loved Persona 3. Oh yeah, it's worth watching. Like, to me, I played Persona 4, and then mm-hmm. I tried watching the anime, and it just wasn't as good. But this one uh, was pretty on par. Oh, well, I'll have to go check it out then. I, I really like the first part of the movie. I especially like that they're doing a trilogy, so it's not like... I feel like a trilogy is a much better format so than like, are they the going through episodes. Similar... I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Huh. Finish your sentence. Uh, I was gonna say it's a much better format. I didn't really like the episodic format of like what they tried with Persona, and then I especially didn't like the Persona Four Golden. I got like two episodes in; and it was just awful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so the movie the format style. was good. So uh, what I was gonna ask was, um, you know, Persona Four, the anime, it was pretty much, hey, you're watching the video game. Mm-hmm. Is it similar to that in the vein, or is it kind of its own separate thing with the Persona 3 characters we know and love? Oh, uh, no. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the game. Oh, okay. But I just thought it was well done. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get new content. It's, yeah, based yeah, okay. on the game. Okay. So it's, again, you better play the game first. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. So it is 80 bucks for... The movie. Mm-hmm. It's a limited, watch the limited collection. Yeah, well, those are all, like, the imports. You are correct. So. A bunch of shit, holy crap. Although, that being said, it's Aniplex, so even when it gets dubbed, it'll be more money. <laughs> so it might be one you don't buy, but you can just watch. Yeah, but I found it entertaining. I, I like the first part. And yeah. I watched it with my brother, who's never played the game, and, like, it still made sense to him. It was still good. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, well, that's good. I'll definitely go check it out then, because uh, I love Persona 3. Yeah, I think it's a stronger story, whereas the fourth one is, like, a stronger game. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I like the fourth game, especially because, like, I had it on the Vita, and it was golden, and so I had, like, all the improved gameplay and, like, side story and stuff. So it made a better game experience, but the movie for 3 is really good. I kept calling Risa Rise. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn it. Consider, yeah. Who names a kid Rise? <laughs> Especially a model. Well, maybe it was John Cena or something. Yeah, but then they're coming out with a new Persona 4 game 
because they have all these like well they're supposed to be coming out with persona 5 i don't know if you saw that really yeah they have a trailer out now for persona 5 it looks pretty cool I don't know. but but they have a new persona 4 game it's like a rhythm dancing game it's oh, hilarious Jesus Christ. come on stop like milking thing yeah first dead. the fighting game no one wanted there's like a funny spoof on youtube it's like from the studio that brought you the fighting game no one wanted now it's the dancing game no one wanted but to be fair they uh composed oh, new I've songs for it and i always thought the soundtrack for persona was real solid yeah the, the like, soundtrack like all the songs are real good so it's fine if they make new songs for the game i'll i'll be okay with it yep well, cool. There you go. It's your gaming news. So I want to ask you real quick. Um, Funimation has started this thing called Broadcast Dub. Mm. Are you familiar with it? I was going to say, is it what it sounds like? I'm not familiar, but it sounds like they're airing it at the same time dubbed. Well, they're airing it about five weeks behind. Five to seven weeks behind. But you are correct. They have started dubbing Assassination Classroom. Um, the worst show. Yes, the worst. Show. They've <laughs> uh, Death Parade, Tokyo Ghoul. Yep, uh, yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah. And uh, you know, Funimation picked up a shit ton of licenses this this go around. I don't think it's like a revolutionary thing so much as it's showing and because of modern technology, they have a quicker turnaround. They're doing Kamisama Kiss. Um, God damn it! Hurry up! Sorry, my no. Trying to get a list here of of what they're fucking doing. So doing Rolling Girls, uh, World Break, Tokyo Ghoul, Death Parade, Assassination Classroom. Uh, it's about G- it. Garo the animation. Garo, no, we're not doing that. No. Well, yeah. Well, what do you think of that? I mean, like, um, I mean, like, I honestly think it's Funimation flexing their muscle and going, "Hey, we've got all the talent." You know, fucking bang this shit out. Uh, I don't think it's anything revolutionary, honestly. It's like showing quicker turnaround. It's, it's nothing new. It's just they're becoming more efficient. You think so? I think it's pretty amazing because, you know, it's not cheap to do English dubs. But yeah, but um, the cost is the same whether they do it now or later. That is true. Do you think we'll see faster? Uh, like they DVD already licensed releases? them. Yeah, I think so. They're probably trying to do it so they're done dubbing it by the time it ends, and then they can just turn around and sell it before the hype like of the new season overtakes it, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, Unbreakable Machine Doll was good, but do I really <laughs> want it a year later? I mean, not as much. I don't oh, know. Fair enough. I think it's a good idea from a business standpoint, but to me, it's just quicker turnaround. Until they air it like exactly simultaneously... I think we're seeing just a quicker turnaround of a dub release. Well, I, mean, I haven't checked any of them out yet, but I, you know, I was thinking of checking out Assassination Classroom and. Um, no, don't do it. Don't really. <laughs> Check out Rolling Girls. Ah, uh, why? I don't know anything about it, but it's that sounds name funny. sounds so stupid. I just hope they roller skate. No, they drive motorcycles everywhere. Do they? Yes, that's the whole point. Well, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, but everyone says it's like <laughs> great. I don't know. Can't judge what you haven't seen, I guess. I'm, I'm judging the hell out of it. Maybe it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It could be. Could be. It will be. I don't know. 
Um, I don't know. I just want to get your opinion on it. Just see what you thought. So that, that requires a Funimation subscription, I'm assuming. It does, yes, but so what? <laughs> I just wish Funimation would fix their fucking website. Oh, yeah. And their Roku app kind of sucks, too. Just oh, yeah, doesn't Crunchyroll. it? Yeah. I was going to say, I have a Roku, and Crunchyroll's great, but the Funimation app sucks. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah. Also, streaming time makes no sense. Like, the buffering issues on... Well, we've talked about that, like, last year, even. Yep. Like, the buffer, the buffering on Funimation, especially, like, before or after commercials, makes no sense. It's like you have to reload the whole show. Yes. God damn it, Funimation. I want to <laughs> give like you money, you, but it's not worth it. YouTube's been doing this correctly for ten years, and here you are, just... Fucking not even loading the streaming videos. Exactly. I mean, how come? How come pirate streaming sites can do a better job than you? Yeah, it's it's not a funding issue in that case. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not they have all. like infinitely more money to make a website. Well, maybe they only have one IT guy. He'd be pretty busy then. Do you want email or do you want streaming? Pick your options. <laughs> they chose email. Exactly. Well, maybe. I've emailed them. They haven't emailed me back. <laughs> They've chose neither. Do you notice right stuff has not emailed us back? Yeah. I wonder if they were just so impressed with my aria of uh, animation that they're drawing up like a work, like an employee contract for me to come work No, I, I, I doubt that. I, d- <laughs> I said good things about that show. Yeah, I enjoyed I said, it. I, I said st- terrible things about, about my show, Rental Magica. That's because it sounded awful. And it was awful. It was. It was an awful show. Very I, awful. I still think fondly about Arya the Animation. I'm like, remember that time I was so peaceful watching gondolas? I'm going to go smoke your hookah now? Basically. Yeah. So chill. All right. Anything else? Hmm. So, oh yeah, Sword Art Online 2 is coming to Adult Swim. Shock. Uh, who cares? Fuck that show. Fuck that show. Alright. <laughs> That's my feedback for it. There like, you go. I hope it backfires. It well, won't. No, it will not backfire. But I kind of hope it does, deep down. You're a terrible person. <laughs> okay. Do they air it weekly? Yes. It's just like... The full airing of that show will take half a year. I just, I cry for the people that waste half a year staying up until two in the morning so they can watch it on Adult Swim. Like, not worth. There is a thing called a DVR. Mm, I guess so. You still waste uh, eight hours of your life watching a bad show. <laughs> Which I did too. It, I don't know. Listen to our review. Yeah. All right, Redline. A oh show. God. Speaking of a good show, though, this should be on Toonami. Um, I think maybe they already. No, maybe they didn't do it as a movie. I think they did. Because every now and then they've done movie marathons. Well, this was the right thing to air because, like, this would attract a Western audience. Yes, a show that took seven years to make. Uh huh. I mean, show. It was a firebird. I mean, a, no, it was a Transam, damn it. Um, it's a movie called Redline, made in 2009. And, uh, if anything, it looks damn nice. Because it was all hand drawn. 
Oh my god, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It was great. It was. Um, we'll get into it. So, Redline is a show about racing. And we pretty much our main character is named JP. Sweet JP. Sweet JP. He's the most epic, like, hairstyle. No, you want to know what? He is the father of Space Dandy. <laughs> Basically. I actually had to go find out, like, was it the same voice who did Space Dandy? It was not the same voice actor. Oh, yeah, I watched it in English. I did, too. Okay, good. So I thought, I was like, man, is that the guy doing Space Dandy, too? The no. voice of the mechanic is Yasuo from League of Legends. <laughs> that might not be relevant for everyone, but there you it's go. great. So, the show, I keep saying show, the movie, starts off where we see all these different, like, there's, like, doggy people, and, mm-hmm. and like, they're, like, Russell Terrier. Yeah, the beginning was real weird. People, like, smoking some, like, everyone in that show everyone smoking smokes. something. Basically. Everyone has emphysema. Pretty much everyone in the show was. So, it's set in, like, the way future. Um, there's aliens, there's dog people. I don't even know what you'd call the manager. Some kind yeah, of alien. I don't know. Alien guy. Yeah. Um, but our two main characters are both human. So, um, who was the other main character? Uh, Sonashi McLaren. Chitch McGee. <laughs> the, the girl? Yes. Yeah, Sonashi. So is she. She Cherry is a, Boy Hunter McLaren. Yeah, she's like, that's a dumbass name. <laughs> so, um, this race that they're in, that they started off with, is called Yellow Line. And it's there to, um, to qualify for the mega race called Red Line. It's hardcore, but not like super fucking hardcore like Red Line. Like Yellow Line, they get to shoot each other and stuff. But, oh my god. Yep. Red line was great. So we're not really introduced to anything. Why they're doing it? It's just you're introduced to this race going on. Yeah, the race is like the beginning of the show. The the race you could say is the whole show. Yes, and it is there just to show us how nice. Like there is so much going on in these races. Like literally, jump cut after jump cut. Uh, like inner workings of car, like fast in the field. yes, and they like do the nitrous and stuff. They show the nitrous like Sick. being popped into the thing, and then the nitrous <laughs> like going through the tube and then exploding, and, and then his like, eyes the, watering. Yeah, like, being pushed against the seat. Oh the my God, four, yeah, like the 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 G's. His hair like, stretching to like hundreds of feet of spike hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, so JP is like a pompadour, and he looks like fucking <laughs> fucking space dandy. He's like the greaser version of Space Dandy. Hey, yeah, like, why, I wish you gave him an Italian accent. <laughs> hey, give me some submarine sandwiches. <laughs> give him the Fonz. His Trans Am 2000. Is the yeah, he got like a car that's from the freaking uh, 70s. Uh-huh. It's called the Trans Am 20,000, it says in the synopsis. I didn't catch the number, but that's kind of no, funny. Yeah. It's like the Trans Am of the future. So they drive all these like just crazy vehicles... They have different weapons and nitrous boosts and, like, literally, uh, what does Sony drive? She drives, like, a, this long... 
They call it like a Sonoshi spider. Yeah, like they, like, they they do it's go like this through long hovercraft. They can go in the water and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and they go through all the characters, but really none of them fucking make a difference. Uh, except for like the guy that won last time, Machine Head. Yeah, Machine. Oh my god! And uh, my favorite part of the show is when they're doing the news network to introduce all that, the characters. That's what I was saying. I was gonna get to that. Okay. Was um. So the characters they, make this show. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the race happens, and then uh, some shit happens, and essentially JP uh, is laying in a hospital bed, and like, hey, you fucking made it because you drove so good. Yeah. Even though he lost, he was like the popular demand pick because he was so crazy. Yep. So, uh, and he lost to McLaren. Yes, Titch McGee won. Mm-hmm. She was happy, jumping up and down with her boobs. <laughs> well, she couldn't jump up and down without him. I don't no. know what you want. <laughs> and I did notice, you know, uh, when she hit nitrous and stuff in her car, her boobs would, like, squish up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the show is great. It is. Such attention to detail. Such, it is. Especially um, the, the, the Boing Boing car. Yes. <laughs> Lesbians. That was great. Um... So yeah, so the cars are crazy, the action's crazy. It's like if you've played FX Zero, um, just craziness. It's just the cars like fucking flip, and they'll like contort. Like think of um, the classic cartoons where like they'll kind of like uh, they'll accordion. And then kind of jump up in the air and then mm-hmm. stretch out and go fast. Like, like it's, jump around, like exploding with the nitrous. Like, yeah, like just like it's before crazy they start animation. Going in a straight line, they like bounce around. Yeah, there is no realism to this. Uh, there's some realism when they broke. Like when the metal would hit the ground and like crunch, they actually drew it crumpling pretty well, you, Yes, you are correct there. But I'm saying in terms of like the car's physics and handling, and oh, yeah. it's, it's nothing like. Totally um, over. It's like Fast and the Furious on cartoon steroids. Yes. So, um, we're introduced to JP. He, uh, he wanted to, he was supposed to take a dive, and he mm. did, in his race. He did, his still manager got and him owe shit tons of money to this mafia. And, uh, he has a mechanic, and they're going to this place called the Robot Planet. And, uh, apparently the Robot Planet's all pissed off that they're gonna be racing there. And, for some uh, reason. Yeah, for some reason. And that's really about it. Um, essentially, uh, we are then introduced to Tits McGee. A.K.A. What was her name? Shawnee? Shaughnessy McLaren. McLaren. They all have, like, race names. Yep. Well, not all of them. No, but, like, not all of them. The general guy, what was his name? It was, uh, I have to find it because it was important to my point. But you can continue. So, we get flashbacks about her life story, and how she grew up racing, and, uh, apparently the JP and her knew each other. Mm-hmm. So. It's like a minor point, but. It is. It makes the ending great. Yes, I, yes. We're not there yet. Okay, so, so the general was named Voltan, which was funny to me, because he his head looked like the Voltron mech. That was the whole point. I think, yeah, that was... I wasn't sure if it was subtle, but I wanted to mention it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, so, like, there's themes. Like, there'll be, like, um, 
I don't know. I can't think of it. But Eric Carr. The cop racer was great. Like, Which one? His name? Police dog or something. Like the cop guy. Yes. Yeah, like every car had a theme. For Although the my, favorites, yeah, my favorite racers were like the superhero people. Lynch Man. <laughs> Lynch Man. It was great. Yes. And then they go to this really long, like, scene where, like, they show uh, Tits McGee topless while she watches TV. That was great. That's how they introduced the characters. Yeah, that's exactly how they introduced, like, all the characters. To me, it was hilarious. She's like, great. When they showed her character, there was, like, a picture of her ass. And they're like, great. Picture of my ass. And then she sits down naked. And, like, I think that was so intentional. That was great. Yep. So, they not, you're right though. They did a really good job of introducing the characters through this kind of like really real, not really realistic, but well, I guess you almost say kind of realistic, like kind of yeah, like inside the NFL like kind of thing, or like UFC prize fights stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and they break down, you know, why each person is in red line and why they're good and. Why they're favored, or this and that, and um, you know past history and of the because this isn't the first race; it's like a right. long time running race, it's like the championship one. Yep. So it's like if NASCAR was interesting, right? So lasers. yeah. So um, essentially, they go into the red line race, and uh, basically, it's the planet's military. Trying to stop the red line racers, and they have this like crazy human thing called Funky Boy. Oh my god! Like that was it great. was like pure energy. That, like reminded it's me a biological of biological weapon. Yeah, like mastic. It'd be like, uh, yeah. It was like what would you call it? Like this beam of like this thing of energy. Like reminded me of a lot of eighties kind of cartoons. Where they'd have like the tentacle things come out and they'd like whip the air and then also explosions would happen. Where oh, they, yeah. Like, they were, that's what it reminded me of. That's a good comparison. It, or, it's in Railgun. It's like some sort of. They have like some sort of like small baby creature that gets turned into like something like that. It seems to be like a theme. Not a theme in anime or else you'd see it in everything. But it's definitely been done before. It looks like some sort of mutated like baby slug that like shoots energy beams. <laughs> but, so yeah. 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 Funky boy. I was like, what? It's great when they're talking about it before you saw it. Like, like, oh, the Funky Boy hasn't learned his discipline. I'm like, oh my god, show me Funky Boy. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Every character thus far has been crazy, and that was some sort of giant weapon. Yes. So, um, you know, then the race happens, and uh, there's some shenanigans with uh, the mechanic. Wanting to soup up JP's car a certain way, and his manager, and I uh, don't want to spoil it here, mm-hmm. but uh, the race happens, and there's a happy ending. Oh my god, the ending's the best. Ah, it's great. I have to, I have to say. Ah. So, <laughs> JP and Shonashi cross the line at the same time, like together, and then they're like flying through the air, and they beat. One of the racers that's, like, part of his car. I thought Machine Head won. While, like, running. No, he lost. But then, so, at the end, they're like, and then, what what do they say? They're like, I love you. And they're like, I love you too, JP. And they kiss. kiss And it just flashes love. And then the end. Yes. And it ends. (laughs) 
like, that's that. It was that. great because I was watching it with my roommate, and he's like, after they kiss and it's a love, he's like, oh, my God, they should just end it right there. And then they do. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, I mean, they're... Everything is so over the top, but, like, stylized to each character. And that's why I loved it. Like, the, the Boing Boing car with, like, the fingers that come out, but the shot lasers. <laughs> yes. It was hilarious. And that's the thing, too, we didn't really talk about is, like, there's not a lot of substance to this show. Oh, no. Uh, this, this movie was made, I think, purely to be like, fuck your computer-aided anime here is what we can do hand-drawn. Suck it. And a big, like, F you to everybody else. Because, <laughs> yes. It worked for me. It was it was beautiful. They capitalized on what they were good at. They didn't waste their time with, like, other stuff. Yeah, this was, I mean, Madhouse at its finest. Mm-hmm. By all means, like, you're not watching this show for an in-depth plot. I mean, literally, a lot of this stuff was forgettable. Like, the, the, the stuff between... Um, the races, even, even when they tried to have subplots of like, you know, oh, JP, you know, they're still in debt to the mob, you know, he's going to yeah. fix, you know, or that he knew that girl before. It didn't he, even matter. On yeah, it, it didn't. Although it made a lot more sense after the fact, because like, if they just kind of like fell in love for no reason, it's like, that's kind of lame, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you're you're watching this because of the visuals, not not because of the story. Um, it's very unique, and you've really got to go in with an open mind. Um, you can't really let anything stop you from watching. Because I mean, at first too, I was like, "Fucking dog people, what the fuck?" You know? Yeah, the opening of, uh, reminded me of a uh, the pod race in Star Wars. <laughs> it takes place on the same desert like track looking thing and all the dog and like weird alien creatures you know yeah but it was great I loved it I gave it a 9 out of 10 I gave it a 7 <laughs> oh my god it was so fun it's cause you didn't get to experience it in 1080p Which and exactly. I watched it with someone else and we were con- consistently blown away by it's ability to one up and parody itself there you go um don't be blind when watching this apparently yeah, no, brilliant show, I think. <laughs> Would you want more if there's more? Oh my god, I'd watch an endless amount of races. Like, I wouldn't, if they're like, now it's a TV show getting into JP's past, I wouldn't watch it. But if it was like, we made something called the Rainbow Line, and it's just some crazy fucking race, I'd watch it. I don't know, I felt like ADD. Like, anime for ADD. People. No, I'm very attentive. I got a lot out of it. <laughs> I have no attention deficit. I guess if you're ADD, you could enjoy it because everything's like so flashy. But just the way they foiled all the characters was great. Yeah, I found that like he... even the superhero characters moved like the superheroes did, like in the '60s, how they walked around like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was clever in itself. I think you're giving it not enough credit. You know, for an hour and forty minutes, or sorry, for an 143 minutes uh, movie. They did a really good job of introducing all the characters enough to like get you informed and understand like where they fit in the the universe mm-hmm. without like info dumping like oh this guy has raced six times and you know he, he came in third three times and this, uh, this happened no they were just like quick hits like mm-hmm. oh you know from watching that show you know you saw the boing yeah, boing sister that's why the news report was like so. Uh... So great. Yeah, and 
you know, it gave you enough information to understand why everyone's in there. And uh, I really like the announcers, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all the voices worked really well. Um, yeah, the voices are great. I, I love his, uh, like, manager's voice. Yeah. Um, we even get to go into that backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, overall, I, I gave it a 7. Like, you know, the story was kind of meh. But, I mean, obviously, like I've said several times now, you're, you're watching it for the visuals. Right. Um, it's stunning. I mean, it really is. And you can pick up this on Blu-ray insanely cheap now on uh, Amazon. It's great. So is there anything you really liked or... Pretty more? much everything. I mean, I don't know why I love this show so much. I mean, it was just insanely clever. It was beautiful looking. Um... I don't know, just just everything was great. Even, I mean, the main part is the races, and it's just like a great parody of itself, where the guy's like, they're using the hyper drive to, like, warp in their ship, and he's like, how dare they insult us with something that theoretically is impossible. Did you catch that part? Oh, which one was that? Where the leader of the military on the robo-world, which is just, I'd like to mention, hilariously named robo-world. Yes. But when they're warping in the racing ship, they're like, they're using the jump warp to warp it in. He's like, how dare they insult our intelligence yes! or something that hypothetically exists. Yes. <laughs> and then what was the other part? Then oh. I like the fact that their map that they were looking at, like, was like a fucking, like, pool. They could walk through it, yeah. And, and when the general's like, release all the units, and they're like, well, does that mean some? And he's like, no, when I say all of them, I mean all yes. of them. Because, like, in every other movie, when they're like, fire everything, it's like never everything, you know? So in this case, they do everything, and it keeps one-upping itself, and I thought it was great. Yes. Yeah, that was great. So well, it's a clever parody of itself. It knows its weak points and plays to its strengths, whereas like some shows don't know how to do that. But I like the fact, too, though, they didn't break the fourth wall and be like, Huh, see, guys? <laughs> you know, made it super obvious. Right, yeah. So it's a fun standalone thing, and then they were done. Like, even the end is, like, abrupt. Like, they, they knew they proved a point with their animation. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's probably it. All right. I would strongly recommend. All right. Well, there you go. Go check out Redline. Go check out Wixus. Mm, yes. Slightly more of a time commitment. More of a story, though. Yes. Yes. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we head off for our 200th episode? I believe that's it. It was a good 200th. Red Line made my Saturday. There you go. Yeah, it was uh, it was refreshing, to say the least. Because I know when you want to review it, I was like, yeah, I've heard of it. Okay, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I downloaded it a while ago and just, I mean, bought it a while ago and just never even watched it. But we were looking for something fun to review that wasn't a whole show. I think it accomplished that very well. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Check out our past episodes, bonsaibeat.com. Check out our review index if you want to listen to a specific review, bonsaibeat.com forward slash reviews. We have 200 of them now. You'll yeah. probably find what you're looking for. There you, well, if, if not, request it. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you wouldn't mind, if you haven't done so already, leave us a review at uh, iTunes. Greatly appreciate it. It helps us... Uh, 
get new listeners, get get ahead in the rankings. I don't even know where we stand in the rankings if there is anything like that, but uh, I don't know. iTunes it can only help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but I well, I guess I can only understand why. But iTunes pushes the podcasts in front of more eyeballs with more reviews uh, that are submitted. So, okay, cool. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll be back with uh, more reviews. I know by this time, two weeks from now, we will be done with shows like Your Lion April and Death Parade, and things will be wrapping up, and the new season will be starting already. It feels like yesterday we just sat here and talked about what we'd be watching and all that stuff. Yeah, it did. I think we have to uh, prepare another uh what will we be watching for the Yeah, what we're more excited for, too. Yes. Much more to watch. I want to review the Persona movie now, too. So we're going to have to do that. Well, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.